Hi and welcome to the German Football Podcast. And it's been uh, a few hours since I've seen you last that over Zoom over our excellent chat with Fabrizio Romano, where we got a great insight into to Jude Bellingham. Um, and you can see that episode uh, on our YouTube channel. Um, but since we last spoke, Dad, you are not only in a different room, but in a different country. Absolutely. And uh, yes, it was a great, uh, interesting uh, chat with Fabrizio talking about Jude Bellingham, who will be, I think, it's going to be wilder than with Erling Haaland because Erling Haaland, you knew the price. You, you just had to pay that and then they had to choose which club. So that was very interesting. Now I moved from, from England this week and I did uh, City. City against the Brighton. Erling Haaland scoring two. Interesting game where Brighton got more ball possession than Manchester City. That just happened once before in a couple of three seasons. It was against Brighton again, uh, if I read that uh, correct. And then I did uh, Tottenham against Newcastle. And I was impressed by Newcastle. A great balance between not conceding goals, less conceded goal in the whole Premier League, 10 goals only. It's a very big players there at the back. Uh, they, are, they are going for every tackle. They are defending with their lives, which I like. Eddie Howe has managed to adjust them uh, very good. And then uh, I had a funny chat with Conte after the game. Antonio Conte, one of my favourite uh, people that I interview, and where he asked me then at the end, uh, uh, you tell me, or ask Tottenham fan. And I said, sorry, I'm not Tottenham fan. I'm not the manager of Tottenham. And then he said, yeah, well, maybe you can ask the cameraman. And I, and I and I was and I was rude because I saw that he had a, he has a good a good smile come to by the way and I, and, he, and I said so you want me to ask the cameraman and myself before you and then it was a it was a laugh so now I moved to uh, to Germany I have some uh, things I'm gonna do here this week is European uh, Cup but which game did you see this week Marcus weekend well I went to um, I went to Chelsea the Chelsea Manchester United game I was invited there. Um, by some good people there and and got to see a Manchester United side that I thought were much improved since I last saw them live, uh, having played against my beloved Arsenal, in which they actually won, but I thought rather undeservedly not in the most attractive of ways, but really put his, uh, his stamp on the team, um, which was uh, encouraging for, for Manchester United fans to see, but not, of course not the most entertaining uh, game, but I saw a bit of the Tottenham game and Yes, the interview with Conte, who you've incidentally played against at the World Cup in the US, correct? Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's a funny, funny interview and, and a great character. And um, just to conclude the Premier League round, even though this is a German football podcast, um, the interview with you had with Pep Guardiola as well, in terms of getting an insight into that, is one I'd recommend. Obviously, very uh, objectively, as your son recommending it, but I mean that it was a very good interview and trying to get into the mind of a very, you know, a, a brilliant mind and one of the most successful coaches of all time. And you got what 12, 15 minutes with him. Yeah, we had, uh, or what Manchester City said, it was 11.30. I was supposed to have 10 minutes, but I, mm. I in my opinion, I had a watch, but it was just funny. We were all laughing at it afterwards because they started doing three minutes to go, Jan, and I knew it was four. But, yeah. uh, but uh, and Pep Guardiola, of course, being uh, with Bayern, I guess that could uh, be the bridge to what we are doing. Nice and we do, 
Yeah, and we knew uh, also that, uh, Marcus, you will soon be in an apartment. Now you've been sofa surfing for a long time. I am in <laughs> some Munich uh, airport hotel. I, I will probably make a book soon about the airport uh, hotels. But I have to say, I'm getting closer to a more normal routine now after... We, we tend to forget that because of the World Cup in Qatar, the Champions League, the Europa League, Conference League and all leagues are so compact because you're going to have a number of games before that. So we will go down to, to normal. And uh, I, But, but Marcus, uh, if, if I may, I could start with since we talked last time, I will, of course, recommend everybody to go into our YouTube uh, channel uh, to have a look at uh, Fabrizio Romano chat about uh, Bellingham. But since we, we met, since Bellingham scored a lot of goals, he loves scoring goals this season. His number is unbelievable. So I will just summarize the second round of the, the DFB Pokal is the, the German Football Cup. Uh, you had Bellingham, uh, of course, they're winning in Hannover 2-0. Uh, Adayemi sent off. They had a own goal and a penalty. Bellingham, he's taking a penalty as well now after mm-hmm. his friend uh, Erling Haaland had them last season. Bayern winning in Augsburg. Uh, Augsburg won it up. Remember, they beat him in the Bundesliga, if I'm not 100% wrong. And they were one it up. The Schopenhauer the the number nine, nine they never thought they had, uh, scored two uh, against. Then you had uh, uh, Werder Bremen uh, knocked out by Paderborn, 5-4 after penalties. Freiburg needed uh, extra time to get into the next round uh, against São Paulo. And then, of course, the, the Tuesday, the Darmstadt beat Gladbach. Darmstadt just outside Frankfurt. And as it, uh, it, it turned out, uh, when they had a draw, Darmstadt will play Frankfurt. That is a, that is a, a fantastic uh, local derby. There, Hoffenheim beat Schalke 5-1. Kramer got fired, as I predicted, that he will uh, his time yeah. were uh, coming to an end. Leipzig beat uh, the, the former great club, Hamburger Sportsman, 4-0. I was very glad to see Josef Paulsen, the Dan, coming back. Two goals for him. They got a formidable, uh, formidable, formidable, yeah, for, yeah uh, uh, striking force at that club with Silva, with Nkunku, with Werner, with Paulsen, with Forsberg. There's so many goals in, in that time. And maybe if we have some time at the end to talk also about the Champions League, because I believe he will then meet Real Madrid, which is a which which is a big, big game for them. Uh, yeah, and the, and the draw was Eintracht against Dortmund, just to take the key games. Dortmund will play Bochum away, Mainz. Bayern is going to be an interesting game. I know you're a big fan of Bo Svensson, so am I. He has gone the Red Bull way over Liefering, which is their second team, the Farmer team in Austria, and is doing a fantastic job in Mainz. First, he saved them, and now, now he kind of established them uh, in the Bundesliga, which is impressive. Impressive. And two informed teams, at least Hoffenheim, will not be that happy with the draw. They're going to Leipzig. What is interesting in, uh, in in Germany when you compare that with with some countries, at least our country, Norway, of course, I never like this thing that the, the FA should tell you where to play at home or away. That's what we have in Norway. It's unbelievable. But here is a first one up is a draw and uh, it's a home game. And in the first round, if if it's a smaller team from other division, they will have the home advantage. But now it's just down to the wire. It's the Achtelfinale. Uh, it's the third round uh, of the cup. Uh, and if you thought that it was only in England the, the, the cup was popular, the Pokalfinale 
Wir fahren nach Berlin, wir gehen nach Berlin. Es ist ein großartiges Ding. Das Olympiastadion ist sold out. It's a fantastic day out for the fans. Remember, we went there, Marcus, didn't yeah. we? Was that a Wolf was Wolfsburg winning? Wolfsburg against uh, Dortmund. Yeah, exactly. In which Wolfsburg won, actually. Yeah, exactly. Dieter Hecking uh, was their coach. I remember that. It was a mm -hmm. good good day because at the end we managed to get ourselves pitch side. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That, well. <laughs> that was that was funny. So that was uh, a conclusion of the DFB Pokal, the the German Cup, Marcus. And like you say, the, the the fixtures are so congested because of the World Cup and these teams, especially in the Champions League, pretty much playing Saturday or Sunday, Tuesday and Wednesday. Um, and we're back, like you say, with the Champions League now again, where uh, RB Leipzig can, can still advance. Leverkusen struggling a bit much. Bayern can uh, solidify their first place in their group uh, following their first four wins in their first four games. Um, and then Eintracht have a very big game against Marseille. And fortunately, Frankfurt were up 3-0 at half against Gladbach. And we have we won't have to repeat him again, but we've said Lindstrom, we've said Moani. And what do they do? Lindstrom scores his fourth and fifth goal of the season, his first double in the Bundesliga. Moani gets his sixth assist, I believe. Um, so they were able to save, hopefully, some energy and legs for their critical fixture against uh, Marseille. Is there any other teams I'm forgetting then? Dortmund are going to City. Holland's return to uh, Dortmund as well. We spoke now about Bellingham and his impact. We can go through Bayern as well. A By the script, 2-0 win. Nagelsmann back to Hoffenheim, um, where he had a very successful time. Chopo Moting, four goals in three games now. And five wins in a row for Bayern without Some of their key players having been out, Sané, Hernandez, Müller, and so the list, and, and, and Neuer, to name him as well. Um, I guess now that Union lost to bottom of the table, or now 17th, Bochum, um, we are resuming, slowly but surely, uh, a back to normal in the Bundesliga, or maybe not so. Well, it's back to normal that Bayern is winning football games. Uh, they, they've done that. They had a terrible period of four games where, where they didn't get a win. And it, it would, and we talked about that in a form, uh, um, uh, podcast we had. We said that I think they would be worrying. Or for, for us, the like to have excitement in Bundesliga, you should have Dortmund or Leipzig being at the top and have a four points uh, thing. Uh, thing, <laughs> good sentence. But mm -hmm. I, I said before today when, when we talked about that, with, I guess it was with Fabrizio, where did I say? I, I, I tend to forget. But Union Berlin was like this cyclist in, in, friend, in Tour de France who, when you come to this uh, uh, big, uh, is it relay now? What is it? Etappe yeah, in yeah, Norwegian? Um... Yeah, yeah, the race. What a race. Yeah. A mountain race. <laughs> and you have, you know, in the summer when you, when you know there is this cyclist that you don't know that good who is three minutes ahead of the rest or maybe seven or eight minutes and they just know when we come on the top we will uh, we will get him somehow. Union Berlin losing against Bochum. Remember Bochum beat Frankfurt at home as well so that is two home games in a row for Eintracht for, for Bochum uh, which is interesting. Hoffenheim winning uh, Hoffenheim I think they, they think they had a chance against Bayern but did you see the goal from Musiala? He was exactly at the point marks that I've told you like 100 times where you should be at the corner. It's on the back post. You should slowly go around Muziala all on his own and talking about uh, Bellingham on fire I think the reason we are talking about Bellingham more than than Muziala is that 
you somehow feel that Bayern won't be tempted to sell. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I think there's a lot of club. Musiala is like, uh, he's so elegant. He's just, he's just like he's flowing on a pitch. Uh, yeah. It's un- it's unbelievable to to follow him follow him uh, uh, for Bayern and then Schopenhauer scoring again. Uh, and uh, he is there to stay and uh, uh, he's, he's claiming that position. It's going to be interesting now to see how they're going to mix up with all the, the players hanging around with Coleman, Gnabry, Sané, Müller. Um, Sané out now. That is a bit worrying for Germany. Uh, Manuel Neuer is still not training. It seems that he won't play the next game either. You just got a feeling that he will save himself for the World Cup as well. Uh, because he's so a key player for Germany. And Sven Ulreich, the second goalkeeper, has been there for in two periods, I think. He did well. He's doing well. And, and to be fair, I mean, Bayern, well, they don't get a lot of chances against. So Sven Ulreich taking the, chance, the chances that he, that he has to take. But I, I have to say, Marcus, well, you start with Frankfurt, so you more or less asked about them and and that that is a fantastic win for them and uh, um, very impressive uh, I think that this is the kind of season we can expect at least this first half of the season for Eintracht they can have some games that are a bit off because they're tired because of the intensity of the Champions League the travelling and everything but then you will have games where you see they will add they will will add on that same intensity that they have in game because they mm-hmm. used to know to play on a play on a higher tempo and and yes Berlinstrom is turning into uh, to uh, to one of the I won't say that he's um, rookies of the year because he won Europa, Europa League but it's just unbelievable how he's uh, he's doing at the moment he, as I said last time he just takes kind of steps as yeah. you are w- watching him and that's the key, isn't it, for any young player who is exciting. Uh, ultimately, it's about your conversion as well. And when you start scoring goals, when you start getting assists, that's when uh, you go from a good to a great player. So hopefully that trajectory will continue for uh, Eintracht Frankfurt. We can also mention Arbe Leipzig, uh, 3-0 down to Augsburg, <laughs> 64 yeah. minutes played. So basically 25, 30 minutes left of the game. Come back to make it um, 3-3. Now, 16 points out of their 11 games is the worst record they have in the top flight. So that needs to be said. While now they're also one of the teams that have fixtures all the time, but they're unbeaten in their last um, seven. Um, And Andres Silva got his first goal of the Bundesliga. And paradoxically, he is their most clinical striker in the Champions League this season. So... It's one of those where he's, I guess, a metaphor for a team that is just a little bit everywhere, um, and and just kind of limping themselves forward. Maybe they can get through to the knockout stages of the Champions League. Um, meanwhile, you have the likes of Freiburg, Eintracht, Union, Mainz, um, who are battling it out for the Champions League spots. And who's to say Harbe Leipzig will be a part of it or not? Yeah, I think that is interesting with this season. You just somehow feel now when Bayern get going again, they will they will take the lead. That is not a big surprise. But then the clubs after you 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 feel that Dortmund got a, a good enough team to do that as they've done for many many years. They should be the main challenges to to, to Dortmund and uh, to to Bayern anyway. But then the the two other places they're they're up for grab, uh, and it's going to be interesting now to see if Union Berlin can 
answer. They can bounce back after that loss against Bochum because that that was a. Although there was like, yeah, uh, was it just before the, for the end? Everything well, it was, it was one two nil. Long, long term. Yeah, yeah it was two nil. But but the, I think the second goal was around seventy fifth minute, seventy minutes or something. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see if they bounce back. But I think there's a lot of clubs now. Uh, being ready for those uh, two available places, as Leverkusen who managed to to uh, to be, they were two one down, and then they saved themselves a point against Wolfsburg Alonso, struggling in the Champions League as well. So yeah. I just feel that there is no comeback for Leverkusen. I, I predict that at the end of. 24th of October, I don't think they will come back. I think Leipzig will come back. But when we started the, 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 the podcast, Marcus, we're talking about Newcastle, who found a balance between def- defence and offence. Uh, I don't think Leipzig are there. Although they have good players at the back as well, but somehow it's not optimal. It's not there yet, right yet. And but they're, they're like four or five match winners. So I think Marco Rosa will take them to a Champions League place. That means there is one and a half position free. Uh, Leipzig as well, you had to know that uh, it's just around the corner. Max Ebel, one of the most respected uh, sport managers uh, in, in Germany, has been out. He, he rested himself. He, he, got, uh, he, he, got, he hit the wall. He, he was ex- mm. very exhausted, uh, been out and he's coming back. He is one of the, the best around, a good guy as well. So I think that would be very, very good for them. But with the likes of Freiburg, Hoffenheim, Eintracht, maybe Gladbach will an outsider chance. Union, there's a lot of... And maybe Mainz club. as well? Mainz as well with both Svensson. Yeah, good point. We'll, we'll see themselves as an outsider chance to get into to the Champions League. So uh, there's going to be... Um, and, and I think that all of them will, of course, say, well, just get us now to the World Cup break and then we'll... Uh, uh, restructure there and maybe get one or two players in and and take the last step into the Champions League, which is the holy grail for every football club. That's what I think is so good about this season as well, is that it really is, you know, success attracts attention. And so when you tend to fight in the top, it tends to, yes, attract more attention. So having the likes of a... Um, uh, about Svensson, who obviously the avid Bundesliga fan will know about. It's not that, but it's when these performances are being recognized beyond Germany, beyond the borders, when Abo Svensson is linked to Brighton and who's to say the validity of transfer rumors or not. But it is nice to have those stories being told, the same with Urs Fischer at Union, um, because they are do, there are some great projects in the Bundesliga. I mean, for Bo Svensson, he has a better winning record than Tuchel and Klopp at Mainz, which goes to say a lot. And like you say, gone through the Red Bull system. So it's... I a think, group, yeah, yeah. I, I, I just want to talk a very good point, Marcus, because I think it's interesting what, what it, when the English listeners and viewers, they only hear about... The two things that English fans will say about German Bundesliga is the Farmers League, which is hard to say after Erling Haaland now makes more fun of Premier League than he did of the Champions League uh, in terms of stats and the goals he's scoring. And, and Lewandowski keep on doing that in Barcelona as well. But it's quite interesting to follow German football because I think that is this is the bigger discussion about, about coaches in the Premier League because every coach wants to once coach in the Premier League. That's why now all the best coaches, I would say, except Angelotti, who do I forget? Uh, who's, who's abroad? It was abroad. Now, Emery coming out to Aston Villa. That was just before we went on, on this podcast. 
So you can say that Julian Nagelsmann will some uh, end up there. Tuchel is out with a with, with a timeout. He will you you understand that he will come back. So so the the English football fans they will know about the players there: Muziala, Bellingham, Florian Wirtz, By the way, uh, back in in Mannschaft training, so he's a part of that. It's going to be interesting to see. I don't think he will get Bundesliga games, but will Germany still bring him to the World Cup? Because he is the future of uh, German football, so you just feel that these um, big consortiums, these uh, uh, funds that now uh, own English football clubs, and that is bad news for the English managers. We have Steven Gerrard, uh, Frank Lampard str- struggling at Everton. Thank God for Eddie Howe at uh, at uh, Newcastle and Graham Potter at Chelsea, because I think that is important for English football to have English managers. But you just feel that the culture of German football and the culture of how they work there, that we have to have an eye. I do, and you do, Marcus. But I think that the common football fans should have an eye to German football because you just feel that some of these coaches, they will end up in the Premier League as um, head of sport of Mm -hmm. a big project called a Premier League club. And I know that fans hate us using those words, but it's just a fact. Mm -hmm. And you just feel that the Bo Swenson will somehow end up Oliver Glasner brought Lask Linz, he brought Wolfsburg, he brought Eintracht Frankfurt into the in, in into the with the Champions League. So you just feel that uh, the English football fans should have an eye to that. Absolutely. And it will be interesting to see how that uh unfolds. Uh I believe no English manager has ever won the Premier League, if I'm not mistaken either. So um there is that uh the last one I won it was Howard Wilkinson, I think that was a year before. Maybe I'm wrong now, but that was a year before it was called Premier League. Uh, Howard right. Wilkinson. Yes, uh, at Premier League. There is a distinction. Therein lies a distinction. Yeah. There was also a time where you were interviewed for being asked how it was being far in the Premier League. So times do indeed change. Um, I think we'll wrap it up there, Dad, in terms of going through this latest round. There will be the Champions League coming up uh, tomorrow and Wednesday. Uh, and then, as this is recorded, Monday uh, evening. Um, and then we will be back for the following week as games are just, uh, yes, coming for fun uh, as the World Cup soon approaches. Yes, thank you, Marcus. And I know that you are up for a very exciting in your job at PFA, and I will not discover what it is because I'm not sure what our internal routines are at PFA. But I think that next time we'll speak to you, we will have also a very interesting conversation of the things that you are up to this week. So I just want to wish you uh, all the best on that. And maybe uh, in between everything, we can make another list, which was very popular when I said uh, the the three best defenders uh will yeah, take a that short note that one that is, that noted. is noted we appreciate the comments we we've noted it and we will be back um with it but we won't do this in a lower ground um hotel outside king's cross st pancras uh maybe a better hotel room next time but marcus i can tell you that when i came to this hotel they put me on a in a roof with this with a shortest bed i've ever seen in my life uh so Thank God the receptionist said, I can understand you, but this was what was booked for you. So uh, I'm in a better room now. So, uh, but I yeah, should not complain enough. after after you've been three weeks, uh, three months uh, being on the road uh, doing your stuff. Yeah. So, 
So you know, it's be great. It's it's going to be an interesting week uh, with with the German teams in the in the in the Champions League. Hopefully, uh, they can do something about not. The, if you take Bayern away from uh, the German European Cup performance the last years, and Eintracht Frankfurt winning Europa League, which was fantastic, by the way, but Bayern Munich were knocked out by Villarreal. So mm-hmm. I think this year they will come further, uh, but. The other teams got to produce as well. Uh, Dortmund uh, through Leipzig and Real Madrid going to be a fantastic uh, football game uh, as well this week. So we've got a lot to, to talk about and I look forward to speak to you again. So to all of you, Auf Wiedersehen. Thanks for watching and please subscribe. And if you have any comments, any issues, themes that you want us to discuss, give us a comment and we always reply to that. And uh, if you know something that we don't know, which you probably do, just give us a shout.